I'm Paige McKinney, reading from USA Today News section. Massive rise in hate speech on Twitter during presidential election, by Jessica Gwynn. On Sunday night, Hadas Gold, a Politico media writer, began receiving threats on Twitter. One image superimposed a yellow star of David on her shirt and a bloody bullet hole in her forehead. Another photoshopped her face on a corpse in a concentration camp oven. The message that came with the photos? Don't mess with our boy Trump or you will be first in line for the camp. Gold, whose grandmother fled Poland with her family weeks before Jews from their neighborhood were deported to concentration camps, and whose grandfather lost about half of his extended family in the Holocaust, notified Twitter, which moved quickly to suspend the accounts. Gold says these incidents have become increasingly common the more we wrote about Trump and the more we wrote about his rhetoric. A report this week from the Anti-Defamation League documented the rise in anti-Semitic tweets targeting journalists who cover the Republican presidential candidate. From August 2015 to July 2016, the ADL found 2.6 million tweets with anti-Semitic language. Of those, nearly 20,000 tweets were directed at 50,000 journalists in the U.S., with more than two-thirds of the tweets sent by 1,600 Twitter accounts. Words that appear frequently in the profiles of these Twitter accounts, Trump, nationalist, conservative, white. The report is representative of the bigotry and hatred that we're seeing play out on a broader scale, said Oren Siegel, director of ADL's Center on Extremism and an author of the report. This turbulent election season has fanned the flames of racism, xenophobia, homophobia, sexism, and bigotry. Hate speech that typically resides in the dark recesses of the Internet has bubbled into the mainstream and onto Twitter, a popular online hangout for journalists and politicians such as Trump, who has millions of followers there. Because people don't have to use their real names on the service, they can attack people of color, women, Muslims, and other groups with relatively little risk. This is only a fraction of what's happening online right now as a result of the legitimacy various extremist ideologies have been given in this campaign season, Ryan Lenz, editor of the Southern Poverty Law Center's Hate Watch blog, said of the ADL report. We have seen a massive rise of hate speech. Spokeswoman Hope Hicks says the Trump campaign has no knowledge of this activity and strongly condemns any commentary that's anti-Semitic. We totally disavow hateful rhetoric online or otherwise, Hicks wrote in an emailed statement. Conversations that take place on Twitter, famous for its 140-character limit, tap into the nation's pulse, be it the protests on the streets of Ferguson, Missouri, the congressional sit-in over gun control, or the launch of Beyoncé's Lemonade album. But more and more, people venturing onto the service to catch up on news or with friends are confronted with hatred and bigotry spewed by the fringes of society, Siegel says. When there's such a volume, we have to ask ourselves what can we do? What can the Internet service providers do? What can vast segments of society do? So that we hold people accountable and create safe spaces online the way we expect those spaces to be in the real world, he said. For years, Twitter has faced sharp criticism for not aggressively enough policing abuse and harassment on its service. Twitter says its rules prohibit inciting or engaging in the targeted abuse or harassment of others. Yet, if anything, abuse has increased. 
In one of the highest-profile incidents, Leslie Jones, who starred in the all-female remake of the Ghostbusters movie, temporarily left Twitter after being targeted by racist trolls, anonymous online users who harass other users, who compared her to primates, including Harambe, the gorilla shot dead in May at the Cincinnati Zoo. Okay, I have been called apes, she wrote on Twitter at the time. Even got a pic with semen on my face. I'm trying to figure out what human means. I'm out. Trump's inflammatory rhetoric and policy positions have made many groups feel unsafe on Twitter, they say. Trump has suggested banning Muslims from entering the U.S., has said Islam hates us, suggested the surveillance of mosques, and has talked about profiling of Muslims as a response to terrorism. Trump has mainstreamed Islamophobia in our nation, said Ibrahim Hooper, communications director for the Council on American-Islamic Relations. He's given permission to all those who held anti-Muslim views.